0: Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van, and and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard, and I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities, and it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hey everybody, welcome back to the jar. It's your host Ken. And um not back to the jar, sorry. I got a little distracted by my own phone ringing. Um welcome to Mental Health Today. It's my other my other part-time job. My daytime job is is over. I'm on my nighttime job, which is the Mental Health Today podcast. And really did get inspired from the jar uh as I, as I was just talking um a little bit earlier off the mic uh with Tammy. We were just talking about the the commercial in there. And, and what I say is I, I'm going to visit all these people and I'm going to find that commonality and kind of stitch these stories together. And what that was, was mental health. And that's led me down this road to start this podcast uh, back in March, March 3rd. We've already got about almost 30 episodes recorded, 30 great people to really share their story. Uh, you know, what's why they're in this field, what they're doing, what they hope to accomplish And then that gives them a platform to share what they're doing. Hopefully we can move the needle a little bit on just really for people on the education part and awareness and highlight some of these really interesting uh, things that are going on in this space. Um, Terry, welcome to the show. Or or Tammy, sorry, Terry and Tammy. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Um, How about a little bit about yourself and, you know, what are you doing in space? Why are you in it? And what do you what do you want to do? What do you think you can do in, in your part of the world?
1: So my name is Tammy Blakely, and I am the founder and um, a certified equine facilitative life coach. Um, and I am hopeful to one person at a time share what mm. these magnificent, powerful animals have to offer. Um you know, in, in, in the healing modality. And uh, I originally got into uh, the, the equine facilitative dynamic. I've had horses for years and my uh, kids and I competed and and did all the things that, um, you know, horse women and horsemen do, but it wasn't until my son had a tragic accident that I really started to explore um, the, Mm -hmm. uh, the healing um, that was taking place with me, even though I had no idea what was going on. So I got into the dynamic of helping others heal through this because of my own trauma, and um, that is what I'm hoping for people that don't have 14 horses in their backyard. Um, I'm hopeful that that I can bring this to to people that that, that don't have that. Problem.
0: So I, I think maybe give some, you know, maybe describe where you're sitting right now. What, where, what part of the world are you in? What's your neighborhood look like?
1: So I live in Sonoida, Arizona, and uh, as you can tell from, from the Vegas, we are very southwestern here. Um, the Sonoida is, is uh, close to the border um, in Arizona, so we're close to the Arizona-Mexico border. It okay. is beautiful rolling grass hills with big craggy oaks, and it's very different than the cactus dynamic that you would think of within Arizona. Um, But energetically, this place has the, the, it has so many more um, ions in the air. So when people first come to the ranch, their, their first uh, uh, thought that they say to me normally is I have so much more energy and it's, it's because there's so many, the ionization here in this area, um, Patagonia, which is just like 20 miles uh, from Senoida, from the ranch has the cleanest air that, that supposedly in the United States, they have just a really high ionization. So the area is stunning. It is, it is just a beautiful dynamic that you would not even think was in Arizona.
0: That is, yeah. And you've got, you're living on a ranch with 14 horses and we're using those as, as therapy horses.
1: That is correct. So yeah, Yeah. right. right, Yeah. 13 of them. So they all have jobs. So within the, 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 the competitive dynamic of having horses, um, they are not the most uh, stable creatures in their anatomy, and so they have a tendency to have problems that that uh, keep them from competing. Um, you know, sometimes, and and so doing the EFL work, they have a job for the rest of their life, and they really do enjoy the interaction and the intimacy that they share with people. And and it's not on uh, on their backs, so it gives everybody a job. It's a compliment all the way around.
0: That is really interesting. And so and you're you're kind of rehoming these horses you're getting them from competition from rate these are race horses or
1: oh uh, so so within the performance world so a lot of the ones oh, okay, that i have okay okay are... within
0: the performance okay
1: yeah yeah, yeah. And um, so, so within that dynamic, the rescues that we get in and, and rehab, they are relatively quickly um, rehomed because, um, you know, the ones that I've had thus far, anyhow, have not been real severe traumatized cases. Um, but the horses that I currently use within my therapy program are uh, basically our retired performance horses. So my okay. son did high school rodeo. And, and so they have just, they have a, a new job and that job pertains to helping uh, humans with Without needing to be ridden.
0: Wild. And what what kind of programs do you run? Describe. Um, you know, if I if this sounded like something, wow, I I could go <laughs> hang out with a horse. What What do I? How do I?
1: Ever we put you in an, into an experience. So the experience with the horse has a lot to do with getting you into your body getting you into Mm. this present moment so when you're in this 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 mode with the horses of being in the present moment you are 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 gifted with this nonverbal communication so when i first started doing the work yeah when i first got into the work like i said was was my son had a, a traumatic accident and um i don't have a lot of family and at that point i realized i didn't really have a really big support network so i would sit with my horses at night and and i just i didn't know how i'd do the next day you know when the van came to pick up my son in the wheelchair i didn't know how Oof. i could do another day i was so dark and i was so sad that i would sit there and so night after night they would give me the strength and the next day i could do it and then i'd go sit with him again and so it made me real curious why yeah what's I happening was able yeah happening so as i started diving into it i found out that john hopkins has done research with what goes on with this whole dynamic it has to do with the horse's limbic brain has to do with our limbic brain it has to do with this this uh, uh regulation that takes place within our nervous system the parasympathetic nervous system yeah there's okay. so much science behind it so it stopped me from from being you know just some yahoo with 14 horses in her backyard <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Being-
0: yes uh, right uh,
1: Having this this actual science that goes behind what is truly happening um, within the brain's chemistry when we spend time with the horse, and so once I started to kind of n- knit all of those uh, those those pieces together, it became just so important for me to share that. And I'm not sure why it's not screamed from the rooftops. What they are capable yeah. of doing yeah. doesn't require uh, it doesn't require words. It's nonverbal communication, but it's powerful for us to actually integrate change
0: that is really cool that i love the fact that you 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 know when you when you came out of it you like get online you google it and you're like oh oh this is a thing yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and 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 again because when you feel so isolated and alone coming from somebody who, you know, I've had my own business my whole life, you know, and I I'm really a pretty strong uh, human, right? Anything that goes wrong, I put my shoulder into it and I can handle it. Well, this brought me to my knees. Mm. I felt mm. so disconnected and I was genuinely terrified every day and so alone. I mean, I would sit there at night and be like I I don't have the strength. I can't do this, God. I am so just you know, but again, the horses, what they're able to regulate not just our nervous systems, but our energetic blocks. So these blocks that I was creating that I had no idea were even happening, they were able to come up and they would sit with these blocks to to keep them moving. And that's how the next day I would be like, okay, I can do this because they cleared it for me. You know, and so when a horse, if if you haven't spent any time around horses, so they have a way of showing us that they are processing our emotions. And so, when they lick, when they chew, when they when they drop their heads, they have this. This is how they're releasing um, these these basic like energetic blocks we are giving them. And so, as you spend time with them, you start to realize these nonverbal cues that they're giving us um, that are kind of validation of what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah,
0: they do. I mean, when you say that, it's that's something interesting about horses, different than other animals. They're very peculiar. Kind of body movements, the head movements, the sounds, the the way the ear twitches, and if everything's a communication, there's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're masters of nonverbal. They're masters yeah, of energetic. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they they move
1: their herd. Mm-hmm. They move their herd around in the herd dynamic simply by energy. You know, it's not they. That's that's how they they thrive and. Um, you know, their, their overdeveloped limbic brain is so overdeveloped. That is how they're, they're capable to communicate with us in a nonverbal sense, because our limbic brain and the human brain, it's responsible, right. For our, our desire for connection, our desire for spirituality Um, and the horse's brain, it is so overdeveloped. That connection is, is almost like a, a, a form of like telepathy. So they're able to communicate with us through their limbic brain to our limbic brain. And it's a fascinating dynamic to say out loud, but when you experience it you really stop and go oh i got it i just got that from the horse
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's wild um yeah maybe that's why i do yeah you know who hates horses
1: Mm. that is an excellent question yeah yeah i mean like i just
0: realized like who hates horses nobody hates horses
1: um i mean uh, i can think like
0: people don't like dogs people don't like there's like you can almost start cat people up, but like everybody's a horse person. Maybe that's why.
1: Yeah. Even if, yeah. Even if you're not comfortable with them, I mean, my job is to solely put you in a, in a, in an experience that you're safe, you're yes, supportive, yeah. you're nurtured. And yet you have this opportunity to experience something outside of the five senses. And that's another thing that's so important. Mm. So our parasympathetic, nervous system, when we're spending time with the horse and any dynamic at all, whether we're grooming them, spending time, petting them, riding them, it slows our parasympathetic nervous system down. It slows it down enough that we can access these different levels of consciousness outside of our five senses that we're very comfortable with every day. This oh. slows it enough to where we can just be open and hear things that we would not. In, in our normal, you know, five senses state of the day. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's hard to get, you, people have to slow down, take a deep breath yeah. and actually process that. I think what you said is pretty powerful. If it's really does, right. gets us past, I mean, our, our, five senses in a way are almost like a handicap, um, right. you know, in a lot of ways, right. In a lot of ways, they're, they're not that, they're not that helpful, uh, quite often. Are you seeing what kind of people are going to best benefit from this physical trauma, emotional trauma, PTSD. Is it work? It just works for everybody. What are you f- see so far?
1: I have not seen a dynamic that it doesn't work in. And so there are methods within, you know, trauma and the John Hopkins study in particular was based solely on on what happens within the brain, just okay. spending time with the horse without talking, mm-hmm. without communicating, you know, and that study showed how we have different parts of the brain start to light up within this healing dynamic and the other parts just start to kind of get. Uh, a lot less brighter. And that's simply from spending the time with them. And so I have not seen whether they're writing for therapeutic writing, you know, the advances that we can make when we're rehabbing a a body um, to, to what it happens in our brain there. I have not found a dynamic that these magnificent, you know, creatures of God have not benefited, you know, and and when you take into account entrainment, you know, you and I right now talking, we're emotionally in in training to a set degree. When you take the horses in training, when you think, you know, that that here are this horses with this gigantic heart, this huge nervous system, these gigantic lungs. So their way of in training with us is like, you know, is 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 basically this 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 mega (laughs) steroid-driven entrainment. So people say, well, can't I just use my dog? Absolutely. There's not a natural form of a life out there that you couldn't use to get some degree of this entrainment. But the horse's system is so revved up and so big, we entrain a lot quicker, and it's so much more powerful because of the size of their frequency.
0: When you describe the horse, right, it is. It's this ginormous animal with a huge heart huge central nervous system and oddly the the part where it's probably most healing is when it's completely still and just breathing
1: yeah and and in some of these states that we are able to access within this present moment where we're you know we're we're, we're slowed down we take we're, we're yes. in this, yeah. this really almost a trance-like state of breath work and you know we have our uh, heart rates our respiratory rates our nervous system, everything becomes in sync with the horse. And so that in itself is just amazing that you can entrain with another sentient being on command once you learn how to do it. And it's, it's a beautiful, um, like I said, the, I've, I have not found anything like it within you know, the, the psychotherapy and things that, that I have frequented in my life um, that has been quite as powerful now that I know what it's, what's happening.
0: Yeah, now that you've got the science, you've you have the physical feeling, the sensations, the connection, and then you have the science. That's kind of cool. If you put those together, you're feeling it. Right. You're like, yeah, I recognize, I can now recognize what's happening and, and describe it. Okay. Very right, cool. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 It's no longer me with an idea in my backyard because it made me feel better.
0: <laughs> right, right. Which it's is totally explosive. legit. <laughs>
1: It's totally uh, legit. But when I say there's an oxytocin release in your brain that will make you feel really happy and safe. And, and you know, yeah. so there's also, you know, that that chemical hormonal tie in that takes place with just spending time with them. I mean, again, I, I'm not sure why it's not screamed from the rooftops and, and, you know, dealt with in more of the traditional psychotherapy model because it's just it's a beautiful thing.
0: It's a, tell me about your therapist. What's it like when you get a new one? Do they know what to do? Like, how long does it take to train one? And then, do the good ones know what they're doing?
1: So the best combination with what EFL works is to have a psychotherapist that has an understanding, but you have somebody like me that's the EFL side of it. Not those therapists.
0: I'm talking about the horses.
1: Oh, I was talking about that. Do they know what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure they know what they're
0: doing. Right. I'm talking about the guys who are, you know.
1: What is that like? So
0: so back to that, right? Is a new one because a new one comes off some, you know, has one skill and all of a sudden now he's gotta sit there and learn how to connect. And eventually they figure out they're connecting, right? The horse? Yeah. Like, do they know the job? Do they really professionals now? Do you think?
1: I do think they become a little bit more understanding of what what happens when the people come in the round pen with them. Yeah, so they appreciate the coherent thing. They appreciate. Um, you know, the, the the boundary work we do, because when you come into the horse's boundary, it's the, to be respectful that you're entering yes, their space yeah, um, yeah. allows them to be open to that communication as well. And so they are very grateful for the understanding that comes from that dynamic. But cool. um, I've gone into show barns and I've gone to horse shows and racetracks and the entrainment can happen without the horse having even the subtlest idea that you're doing it um, okay, because it's okay. it's vibration. So if you start the coherent breath work and it works with dogs, babies, I mean coherent breathing from your heart space is something that, you know, the the frequency is is it's accessible for anybody. It's just really potent when it comes to that size heart from from the heart of the horse.
0: And describe that. So coherent, co say the word again?
1: So the coherent breathing is is something that when you get in that that consistent, you know, uh, one, right. two, three, four, in two, three, four out. So when yes. you're in this coherence, Correct. right? Um so and you 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 have this this trance like, nest that comes over you while you're breathing right and you drop into the emotional state of the heart because we know we have all these frequencies that come out of our brain right but mm. a lot of times we fail to realize that we have these frequencies that come out from our heart when we are um when they do brain scans they have to block the heart scan right because the heart has such a frequency that rings out of it as well so when you're in this coherent state of breathing and you're really breathing into the heart space and you're 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 kind of uh um, vibrating out from your heart's face, this loving nature that, that you're embodying, that kind of is, is that is exactly what is, um, given to the horse and the horse feeds back to you. So this trance like state, any horse, any animal, any sentient being can grasp within that. And so it's, it's not, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a powerful tool for people to learn with anything can be a crying baby.
0: Yeah. Okay. I know that technique. Get that heart, yeah. yeah, align the heart. It's really aligning the heart. That's very interesting. I didn't, I never realized what was happening with that other than knowing what you're doing, but I didn't realize that was a thing, again, a thing. And then doing mm-hmm. it with an animal and doing it with a horse with this jag heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like being in one of those machines that, you know, one of those healing <laughs> machines. Because you're really right, literally- right. Has that that energy pumping pumping at you?
1: Right. Well, and and again, if you know what you're looking for within the, the the horse's nonverbal communication, you can see them. They lick, they chew. When you really get into states where your frequency's really been, you know, taken uh, really high, your vibrational state becomes so high, the horses will lay down, and then you're in meditate meditative states. And you will have horses lay down, you'll have birds land in trees. I mean, it's stuff that you see like in a Snow White movie, right? It's just a beautiful dynamic that happens just because you're raising that vibrational state. And so again, yes, the horses are very open to it because that's pretty much how they live. They live in that in that state, that present moment state.
0: That is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, it is. Well, des- it is des- describe your programs. What do you what's a program look like?
1: So the EFL program here at Blakely Ranch is, is, is pretty much, uh, there's a lot of different sections to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we have experiences, uh, within horseback riding where people can come out and, um, you know, an experience and adventure depending on, on what they want. Um, uh, it could just be riding on the trail. It could be looking for cattle. It could be, um, you know, uh, anything so we have experiences for for horseback we have experiences that simply include ground only so where you're just you're interacting with the horse on the ground um Mm -hmm. and again all we do here and all every program that we offer is all around the uh the being in your body being congruent with where you're at and um you know the minute you crawl up on top of a 1200 pound animal you know the, the, as I like to say, that the bullshit kind of stops there. <laughs> if you crawl up on that horse and you think you're gonna be like, I'm not afraid, I got this, it'll make sure to 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 humble you because you know they only <laughs> ask for one thing; they ask for us to be congruent. So there's a whole bunch of different experiences that we put in. It, it is all about being in our body, learning this this breathing and this congruency that we can be in, and allowing ourselves, um, giving ourselves permission to have this, this connection outside of our five senses with another sentient being. So we have several different mm-hmm. types of ways that are catered to the individual. Blakely Ranch has uh, one uh, consistent vein and that is to build on your intuitive nature. So whenever anybody comes here, it is based solely around what it is intuitively um, that they need to be able to be um, in that, that, to trust their own intuition exclusively.
0: That's a good I that's a great outcome, right? I was gonna what what do you expect, right? Which is just to build on your intuitive nature, build on what's already build on what's already there.
1: Right, um, right. And in order for us to really, really utilize some of these gifts that that, that we've forgotten, some of these intuitive, um, this intuitive nature that we were born with, we have to get rid of a lot of what I call the human condition. And so in in the programs, that that again is based around. Uh, when stuff hits our scars, when things come into our um, field and we react to them, um, we have work to do. And so, the work that that I do and that we do at the at the ranch is, when stuff hits us, we deal with it at that moment, and then we allow it to release. So we start getting some of this human condition out of the way, and then it frees us up to be in a different state, so we can really trust our own intuitive nature and in our own gut. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You've got you've yeah. got a great i mean i love the i love the philosophy of going there and how long do you know what how long do people stay they just come it's obviously sometimes day trips or is so, there week long yeah. adventures
1: so we do the uh retreats that are generally like three to five days um you can come for just a weekend intensive uh this this program is geared towards getting out of the densely populated areas that most people live in now um, yep. And and you know being a little uncomfortable of not having you know all of those uh, um, you know connections I guess you could say with our our you know cell phones and things like that and so it's about getting away from that so on a, a, a daily program is not really something we're emphasizing it's more yeah. so you out and reprogram and so when you go back in you can live by contrast of you know, this is how I want to see my life and this is not. So it, it gives a really sharp contrast between some of the things that we've gotten a little bit too used to. Um, and, and so we make way for some of the things we might have forgotten about mm. our true nature.
0: I agree. Yeah, we've, we've definitely strayed far away from that. I have found I've been really lucky the last I've had two spots where I've been able to have an office view of you know, outside. And I just had one, this last place I was at, it was on a porch and um, screened in porch, you know, like on these old fashioned screened in porches. And it was on the second floor of this, this little Airbnb. And I dragged my table up there from the van and, and just made a, made a desk out of it just so I could stare at the street and listen to the birds all around me. And, you know, just get really, I was felt like I was a little bit in nature almost and just lovely. (laughs) It's just
1: yeah,
0: lovely. Yeah, yeah um, I
1: think that's an important dynamic. I mean, when I'm surrounded by nature, it allows me to uh, to be in a different state of mind, you know, and, and we have gotten so numb. I mean, we don't have to to know north, south, east and west. We don't necessarily live by the sun's up, <laughs> the sun's down. You know? and, so that, that, and so I think some of that stuff are normal uh, rhythms are, are kind of disturbed. And, and, and this is a way to reset that and, and kind of remember.
0: Yeah. I had, yeah. I had, uh, I had asked, I kind of redirected an answer. Um, but it was, but I, it was an answer. I want to, I want to come back to Our question. I'll come back to is on the therapist. So you've got, mm-hmm. so you have therapists on site as well. So maybe kind of explain how that works between, cause you started down that road. How does it work between the horses and the therapist and the actual therapist?
1: The So the, the model that works the best is okay. that the psychotherapist is there for those. Because, you know, what we do is give you the opportunity to come up with your own answers on the life coaching side. Right. Okay. But the therapist comes in when there is heavier trauma and they don't need to have an understanding of the horse. That's that's my job. Mm. And so they offer the complement of of what it is that the individual needs um, within the, the real traumatized state of, of, uh, of healing. So I don't ever offer advice a, a, like a therapist would, but the therapist can. So mm-hmm. my job is to put these people in as a life coach situations where they come up with their own answers. So my job is to be curious. The psychotherapist's job is to kind of you know dissect and give, um, uh, give them uh, tools in that respect. So that's kind of the functioning model of EFL is you have the okay. psychotherapist and, it, and then the life coach that's able to kind of, you know, allow uh, the, the, the repetitive um, uh, weekly or, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it keeps yeah, the, yeah. the ball rolling without having to sit down with your psychotherapist, you know, every week.
0: What's it feel like? Or what was the first, what did it feel like when the first person left and just gave you that hug and was like, wow, okay, I think I'm, you know, that was amazing. And you realized, <laughs> okay, this is amazing. It isn't just me, and it's just not the researchers. It's a real thing that's repeatable.
1: Well, I think I can answer that with saying how uncomfortable it was in the very beginning. When I started doing it, I wanted instant gratification. And so I had to become so comfortable, <laughs> really uncomfortable, because I couldn't get I was like, did you like, get it? I, I, did you I,
0: it? Did you feel it? Yeah, did you, you
1: feel it? Was it there?" And so what happens a lot of time within this stuff that, that it's almost a a couple of day dynamics. So they go home and in their dream state, they have these different dreams and they wake up the next day and they have these aha moments. Sometimes when we, when people leave the session, they have such a huge oxytocin drip that they're almost high. They're, I mean, a lot of them, they can't articulate what just happened. Yeah, they can't talk. Yeah, they they don't. Right. so we follow up a few days later and they have the journal and they have to art- try to articulate what's going on with that. So the instant gratification sometimes isn't as monumental as yes. I would like it to be So I've had to get really comfortable as <laughs> being like oh, I'm not gonna get that <laughs> validation.
0: I know that would be I, I was thinking that would be like this you know great moment to be a big hug and there'd be tears at the car and then you know they, but you're right they're they're no, actually they don't awesome. know what yeah they really don't know what happened it's if it's that powerful right. they will be totally like you said high and then mm-hmm. also dazed because correct it's dazed because you've just well you've also been hit with this radar right yeah. you've you've just been near this super healing power that's been emitting into your body you, right. that's going to be a little tra- it's almost a little trauma in a way it takes a minute to kind of take it on Right. Well, it opens.
1: Yeah, Yeah. the floodgates are are some. That's that's the saying we have is that when these floodgates get open, we only want to let one horse out of the crowd. We don't want the whole stampede. So we try not to get the floodgates to really open up and and have a lot of stuff hit at once because you're right. It can be overwhelming. It can be relatively traumatizing. You know, but the horse. In the in the in the round ra- and when we're in this environment with the horses, I'll give you an example. I had uh, in one of my sessions, I, I had a nonverbal autistic man, and it's it's powerful because oh, in the nonverbal man. state, they have these. They have just that, that's how he lives. He lives his life in a nonverbal state. So him in there with the, 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 the same horse, her name is Wish, <laughs> and Wish decided that she was going to, she understood that he was autistic. She knew he did not want to be touched. She knew she could stand next to him and let him touch her. So she just stayed there and let, held, held her head kind of down by his feet and he would pet her. And so they have a thorough understanding of where energetically that person is. So in the next, and I'll tell you this by comparison, that same horse in the in in another uh, uh, instance, in another session, I had a woman that was very incongruent within her uh, her her uh, storytelling. So she would tell stories about her life and how she viewed herself and others, but they were not congruent. They were not. They weren't honest. And the horse knew it. Yeah. And so this same horse that knew not to touch the nonverbal autistic man would came up to her and grab the back of her pants and just lightly nipped on her pocket and gave her a little nudge. And and she was like, why'd she do that? And I was like, she's basically telling you to cut it out. She just wants you to be honest. She doesn't care about the story. She just doesn't want you to bullshit her. <laughs> she,
0: she, she's just feeling bullshit. Actually, it's weird. She's, yeah. She can't hear any words. But, no, she but she just hears she hears incongruency. You're not being straightened up,
1: exactly. And yet, like I said, <laughs> that sounds, bites that's
0: bites her booty.
1: Yeah, she was like, "You just stop that." And so, the same horse—they know where you're wow. at, and they meet you there as long as you're honest. That's all they want. Is She's
0: a great therapist.
1: <laughs> She's amazing. Like it's and that kind of stuff is my validation. When I see these horses be like, "Hey, cut it out. That's not true," right. and then the people go oh, I guess she's right. And it's like, mm, yeah, she's right. You be, <laughs>
0: it's okay to be vulnerable.
1: Exactly. How do, be people, f-
0: how do people, how do people, how about some, two things, with closing thoughts and then maybe how to, and how people can find you.
1: Okay. Um, so in closing, I would say if there is any dynamic that I would like to cater to, it would be for the, the individual who feels disconnected, who feels mm. isolated. You know, for the the individual that's craving, um, you know the, that that feeling that we all want of of that heart cracking open. You know, we're we're open, we're vulnerable, we're we're feeling the world around us. Anybody that needs that experience, the horses are the way to go because we have a lot of trauma around people, but the horses are are as close to God as what I say as we can get on I this love earth. That.
0: I love that. Yeah,
1: and so um, we have several uh, retreats and um, uh, different um, intensives um, offered throughout the year, and you can find us at blakelyranch.com. And again, uh, it is for any dynamic that uh, that you can think of. There's not an avenue that I cannot say that it could not benefit people.
0: I love it. It's been it's been it's been pretty interesting, Tammy. I I gotta say, you know. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love, I love horses. Um, never really understood the attraction. Now, mm-hmm. now I totally, I totally get it. But now I'm, and I'm very curious. I'm very well, good.
1: Curious. You're right, annoyed, then.
0: <laughs> well, and I'll I'm, I'm now going to, uh, I got to look up the ranch as well. And I'm going to add, uh, I'm going to add your city or the town or the village, whatever it is uh, right there on the border. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to add it to my list. I'm coming to see, I mm-hmm. want to come see the horses. I want to come see the ranch.
1: I'm excited. I would love to have you experience it. And I'm so honored to be on here. Thank you for taking your time with me.
0: Yeah. It, it's well, thank you, Tammy, for being part of it. Um, you know, we're just trying to create a little beehive of, of these kinds of episodes where people can find, you know, w- what's going on in the mental health space. And there's so many interesting things being done. Uh, I'm pretty hopeful that, like I said, the more we need more screaming at the top of the rooftops for quite a few of them.
1: I totally agree. The more we can get, the better.
0: That's for sure. Thanks, everybody. You can uh, for for listening. Anybody we've got a couple, you know, Terry was on here giving us a comment. We got some love from her. We got a couple other people watching. Super appreciated. Uh, if you are listening to this or watching it here. Um, or watching it live I should say or the video you can also catch all of these are on audio on all your channels uh, iTunes um, Spotify and it's under mental health today thanks again um, Tammy very much for being a guest and I'll see you on the other side
1: thank you yeah loose baby but we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals in yeah. public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glassblowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.